Uh, did you know that today is uh, International World Digestive Health Day? I love this. So many people suffer from uh, conditions in regards to gut health. So very many, uh, me included. And joining us on the line to help us sift through some of the reasons and some of the uh, helpful tips is the healthy Italian herself, Fina Scropo. Fina, always a pleasure to talk to you. It's good to be here. So International Digestive Health Day, how is this commemorated? So I think it brings awareness. It brings awareness. You know, as you said, a lot of people are suffering from digestive digestive problems. Um, you know, especially now during COVID, we're worried about our health. We're always looking to improve. What can we do better? How can we improve our immune system? Does our gut, you know, impact our overall health? Those are all really good questions that people who are suffering are, are asking. And, and even people who are suffering, it, it impacts their life in a, in a really big way. So what we're, what we know, I mean, this is a this is a science that just keeps changing and growing because there's just so much great research being done on it. As you say, there's people who are looking for some some tips, some ideas, some suggestions, advice on on how to get through sort of some of the the issues that they're having. So we know that seventy to ninety percent of our immune system is actually in our gut. So I mean, there's trillions of bacteria and microorganisms that live there, and it. It's kind of like the control center for so many different things that happen in our body, our immune system, the development of chronic diseases, even our mental and emotional health have been linked to our gut. So it's a big deal. <laughs> it's a big deal. And, and we know that there's a lot of things we can do to help it, to help it. I mean, obviously, you'll want to go to a doctor and rule out any conditions, underlying conditions that may be causing your digestive problem, digestion problems, your gut issues. And so once we know that, then there's a course or a management of, of taking care of those symptoms. But, you know, even aside from that, even people who don't have an underlying condition, there's a lot of things we can do to improve our, our gut health. Now, it's hard to think that the food we eat could not be helpful to our gut, but I guess that's the case in, in some areas. Yeah, definitely. There's good and there's poor choices. And definitely what we're learning is that nutrition can actually impact in a really simple way the, the type of bacteria in our gut. So if we think about it this way, so we want to feed, there's a lot of, of bacteria in our gut. There's good, hopefully um, more good than bad, um, or poor quality bacteria. And so what we want to do is we want to feed the gut microbes. We want to basically think about your lawn, you know, we're all sort of doing what we can to make our lawns healthy. And so what we're trying to do is we're feeding the lawn, we're fertilizing the lawn, but those good blades of grass coming up so they can crowd out the weeds. And the weeds are kind of like that bad bacteria that wants to pop up every once in a while. So if we can do that by feeding it the good stuff, then obviously we're going to have that nice lush green grass um, that's growing and the weeds have don't have a chance. Is there certain foods compared to others that we should be directing our, ourselves to? I'm glad you asked. Absolutely. So here's, here's sort of the top three things that we have to think about when we think about nutrition as um, a place to go when we're thinking about improving our gut health. So Variety is one. Um, obviously, a wide variety of plant foods, thinking about different colors, thinking about diversity. Um, some researchers are saying, you know, eating up to 30 different plant foods a week obviously is going to give you the best sort of diversity of micro, uh, microbe health. Next is fiber. Fiber is huge, huge, huge thing, and it, and it plays a big role. Um, 
we're supposed to be looking at getting 25 to 38 grams of fiber per day. The average North American gets a mere 14, 15 grams. So obviously more fiber um, in the gut, you know, we want to improve sort of the, uh, the, the roadmap for our bacteria to, to develop. And consistency. And basically that means doing it often, doing it regularly, not just sort of, you know, oh, one week I'll try this and see what happens. It's got to be done consistently. And there are foods. There are foods that we can, we can act, I mean, look at the variety of foods we have, especially during this time of year when things are, are now coming to market. We're starting to see some local produce. Um, so lots of variety here. Um, so let's, let's maybe go through some of that. Um, the prebiotic foods, so the, the foods that feed um, the gut are things like asparagus. I'm thinking about, you know, how many times I'm using them now you know, on the grill and, or I'm adding them to a frittata or a risotto. Great way to enjoy them. Bananas, which are really easy on the go. Thinking about cabbage and how you can, you know, cut it up and, and add it to a slaw or, or make it sort of the centerpiece of of your your grilled um, dinner, fennel, garlic, onions, leeks. Those are all really good sort of prebiotic foods. And and then there's there's things like you know the veg or rather the fruits that are now available or coming available that are local, like the berries. Um, those are always good good uh, things to include in your diet. Um, nuts and seeds, you know, uh, a handful of almonds or walnuts. Uh, some seeds sprinkling on your yogurt, all great stuff. And, and the thing that I, I'm finding now that people are missing out on because they're worried about how many carbs they're ingesting is they're leaving out the fiber that comes from grains. So, you know, oats and whole grain flour when we're baking, um, barley, great way to add that to either a soup or a stew, and things like fado, like just changing up that, that wheat maybe that you include in a wheat grain salad. Um, those are all great foods to include, sort of that, including that variety of foods that we're at, being asked to include to improve our gut health. Fina, is there a, a, a pro and con to the way we prepare foods in terms of gut health? You know, is going all raw the, the best thing for our guts? Well, we know that when there are issues in the gut, eating raw, obviously, is a little bit, um, it's harder for our bodies to break down the food. So, you know, what people are suggesting is try cooking some foods, you know, if, if it's something that's upsetting you, or have a variety. Don't, don't do all raw, don't do all cooked, mm-hmm. because obviously raw sometimes gives us our, more bioavailability of nutrients. You can absorb, the food absorbs nutrients that maybe aren't. Uh, you know, kind of killed off when you're cooking them. So a variety is good. Paying attention to what your body is telling you. You know, if you're eating something and it's just not agreeing with you, try it a different way or try it in a smaller portion or try it another time when maybe there are other things that are kind of the cause of that underlying, um, you know, um, condition or symptom that you're having. So definitely variety, even in how we prepare foods, is not a bad idea. Now, there's many people who have tried everything they've put things into their diet they've tried all the probiotics they've done everything that is suggested for gut health and especially now with what we're going through in society uh, obviously our anxiety levels are a lot higher can that contribute Absolutely. And that's a point that I missed. Thank you for that. Um, stress and lifestyle are definitely 
connected. There is a gut-brain connection to how we feel um, based on what, yeah, what, what our gut is telling us. So learning what that is, what are the triggers that are causing stress and how to improve it? You know, is it, is it going for a walk to release some of the stress? Is it incorporating meditation? Is it journaling? Is it, is it working out? What is it that helps you deal with the stress and manage the stress? You know, is all the technology of now e-learning with the kids at home or, you know, trying to be on those Zoom calls at a certain mm-hmm. time, <laughs> are they adding stress? How can we sort of manage that that has to be part of the the building block of building good gut health nutrition management stress lifestyle management and obviously you know uh, gut bacteria management so those are all really really important things to keep in mind when we're thinking about healing the gut or maintaining a good sort of gut um, uh, microbiota Fina, if people want to find out more get some more tips uh, I know they can consult the healthy Italian cookbook but you also have a great website yeah, people can check out the website, um, subscribe to the newsletter, check out some of the recipes posted at thehealthyitalian.ca. She is the healthy Italian. Fina Scrobo, thank you for joining us here on Talk of the Town. It was great. Thanks for having me.